Today is Tuesday within the octave of Easter. Our readings today are taken from first reading Acts chapter 2 verses 36 to 41. The gospel reading is from John chapter 20 verses 11 to 18. My brothers and sisters, as we continue the celebration of Easter, we are exhorted by God's word to understand the meaning of Easter so that we can have the maximum benefit from celebrating and commemorating Easter. Once again, all the readings of Easter are taken from the New Testament. For the resurrection means that Jesus has fulfilled the law and the prophets and saved us. It's now all about Jesus. Jesus is the perfect sacrifice that has taken away our sins. To benefit from the death and resurrection of Christ, all we need is faith in Christ. We cannot presume faith and celebrate Easter with meaning. Otherwise, it will just be a feast. After all, the time Jesus rose from the dead and up to the time Jesus ascended and on the day of Pentecost, Pentecost was already a feast. People were already gathered. It will just be Pentecost without the Spirit, unless we have faith. Hence, when Jesus rose from the dead, he had to retool and reteach his disciples in the midst of threat to deny the resurrection. Jesus has to show them he is the Jesus that was killed by the Jews. Betrayed by his own people is the same Jesus who rose from the dead. In the gospel reading of today, again we see Mary Magdalene weeping at the tomb of Jesus. That is her reaction to the resurrection because she had no faith. It is not a pride to have faith. It's not for boast that to say that we have faith. To have faith, we must believe, we must accept the truth. Because our baptism is solely based on faith, not on works. So for anybody to deny that he has sinned, is making faith a matter of argument. Nowadays, it is more or less people as Christians even are still timid in admitting that the Jews betrayed, sold Jesus to be killed as if, as of that time, at the time of Jesus, the gift of Jesus will remain with them. But rather, there is a way out. Let us not deny Jesus as a man who suffered and died because of our sins. 
Denying that is like denying the death of Jesus, denying the humanity of Jesus, and therefore rendering useless the resurrection from the dead. Those who do not believe, as the apostles will say, you, will, you are still in your sins if you do not believe in Christ. After the gospel has shown us how Mary now met the risen Lord, not by believing, because when he first saw Jesus, he did not recognize it was Jesus. He was looking for who has stolen the body of Christ. He must have heard the story put out by the chief priests and the Pharisees, by the Jews, that the apostles stole the body of Jesus. And yet the apostles were afraid to associate with Jesus because of the death threat. The story of Emmaus will confirm that. Everybody was trying to return to their former jobs. Mary Magdalene, a dear friend, she couldn't forget what Jesus did for her by casting out several demons from her who have taken over her life totally. But yet, she did not recognize Jesus at a critical time when she was looking because she was looking for the body of Christ, the dead body of Christ, not the living Christ. And Christ has to show himself to her by calling her name. That triggered and he wanted to stick with her. Her faith was still not perfect. That is why Jesus says, don't cling to me. I have not yet ascended to my father and your father, but rather go and tell my disciples. Even though Mary Magdalene had seen Jesus, faith was still not perfect in her. Until the message has permitted his disciples who have been contaminated by the threat from the chief priest. So we can see that faith is personal as well as communion. The people of God, that is the church. The people of God. Individually, we must have faith and communally, we must have faith. So on the day of Pentecost, as when they have been taught by Jesus for 40 days and prayed, reflecting on Jesus after his second disappearance, which was his ascension. On the day of Pentecost, the Spirit of God was now in Peter and the apostles. The fear was gone. The truth was uppermost on their mind. The truth must be told. And they told the people, God has chosen Jesus, whom you killed, to be our Savior and Lord. The people were struck because there was spirit in their voice, in the apostles' voice. And they asked, what are we to do? And Peter told them, be baptized 
for the forgiveness of your repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Save yourselves from this corrupt generation. Those who accepted his message were baptized and about 3,000 persons were added that day. Given the pandemic and the confusion in the world today, the church, again, under Peter, the successor of Peter, under the Pope, should, with the voice of the church, speak the truth to the world like Peter did. For the world is ready. The world needs Christ. Those who need a way out should hear this. Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus. Convert your heart in the name of Jesus. And then, the role we play, even as leaders of the world, will now be fruitful and authentic. And you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. The promise made to you and to your children and to all those far off, whomever the Lord our God will call. The truth will set us free. The church, the body of Christ, as head, Christ as head, must obey the head and save our world, the whole world, this day. If we have this faith, then we can truly celebrate the Paschal mystery, celebrate the resurrection of Christ, the victory over death and sin. We can celebrate life, life eternal through Christ our Lord. Hallelujah.